again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Did you miss me, Matt? You were gone? No, I'm just kidding. Bob, I hope you're uh, doing well. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving and all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, you as well. Um, you know, Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. You can find uh, links to our socials and where you can find us, uh, wherever podcasts are available at HorizonRoundtable.com slash subscribe. And become a patron, Patreon.com slash HorizonRoundtable. And and Matt, this was a weird week because we had so many different MTEs and um, yeah, there was a you lot know, of going on. You know what else was weird? Probably, I assume for you, was it weird to like listen to this podcast and not be a part of it last week? A little bit, yes, a little bit. Um, well, I hope I hope John and I filled in admirably for you and you together. And uh, I mean, I, I listen to it. Like, the what the hell do you, I, I like listen to it. I'm like, what the hell do you guys need me for? <laughs> I mean. You're you're the you're the the pretty one, right? Is is that what you do, or is that me? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe me. I think I'm Vanna White in this deal. I, I'm yeah. not sure. So yeah, so we started the so we started the Thanksgiving week out with a bunch of MTEs. You had Oakland at Grand Cayman. You had Milwaukee, Milwaukee at Daytona Beach. Back to the scene of the CBI where they did pretty well. Um, and then we had uh, you know Wright State and. Uh, at Hertz Arena, wherever the hell Estero, Florida is, but they seem to do a bunch of MTEs there. And then uh, Green, we'll talk a little bit about w- the story behind uh, with Green Bay's second game a little bit because um, that was the game they had the next day. But it was okay. You know, overall, it was a good week for the Horizon League. It overall. was a pretty good week. It was a pretty good week. It was, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely some clunkers we'll get to. Um, but yeah, we started off pretty strong with the noted exception of Milwaukee, who did not do very well against Stetson at all. It's almost like some of the teams that have the most uh, expectations this season aren't living up to them right now. Yeah, Milwaukee's having some adjustment issues, it looks like. Uh, and that was evident against Stetson. They lost by 18. Uh, we'll you know, talk we a little bit. They shouldn't be dropping games to Stetson. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. They should be lost. We shouldn't be. They should be uh, dropping games to Stetson by eighteen. That's for damn sure. Especially this no. is consider, Especially considering this is a team that they beat pretty handily in the CBI last year. So, I think they're still working out their whole issue with the. Uh, I really do think they're working out their whole issue with the, with the front court because that seems to be a massive work in progress. Well, TikTok because uh, Horizon League plays coming for them. Oh yeah, well we'll talk about the Horizon League play cup. Man, can you believe it? We're we're near. We're almost there. I mean, it's. I it's can't this believe week. it. And I don't like it. It's this week. It's, it's absolutely dumb. this insane. Um, is it? The, well, we we've we've had many conversations about you know that that whole first weekend thing, um, in the past. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have it again. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Monday, uh, besides, yeah, honestly, besides Monday, uh, besides uh, Milwaukee uh, losing to Stetson, yeah, they did. Pretty, uh, the Horizon League did pretty well. Um, I got to talk about Oakland a little bit, just kind of that whole entire thing in the Cayman Islands. Well, you know, Loyola Marymount is a is a decent team. They're supposed to be picked for they're picked fourth in the WCC. I'm gonna WCC. Admit, I didn't I didn't realize how good of a team they were. Like, I, they weren't yeah. on my radar. I'll, I'll admit it. Like I didn't know what. You know well, what, when what you was get, up against 
I mean, when you have like teams like Gonzaga and St. Mary's and San Francisco, and we'll talk about San Francisco a little bit as well. When you have those teams in your conference, you're gonna get drowned out. But they're not a bad they're not a bad team, and, and Oakland did beat them um, in that first Grand Cayman thing. Now, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, there was kind of a travel issue uh, before they got the Grand Cayman, if memory serves correct. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, so Oakland um, chartered their flight with Akron, who was also in this tournament. They they split a private charter. Um, and while flying over Cuba, they were told, don't you be flying over Cuba. So okay. they uh, all of a sudden had to turn back around over Cuba, go back to Florida, refuel. So they had enough fuel to then fly around Cuba to get to the Cayman Islands. And even with all that, they still won their first game in the Caymans. They did. And well, the second one, because the, the first one was Drake, which was on yeah, the Oh, Sunday. God, that's right. I'm sorry. We I, talk, I'm we sorry, talked about I that one last week. Yep. No, it's I'm okay. sorry. See, this is this is me forgetting. You guys did talk about that. See, they, they dropped a close uh, and, one and to I Drake. Should know, and I should legitimately know this because, and, you know, I actually listened to the podcast and made the comment, what the hell do you need me for? <laughs> well, and so fun fact that I learned about, you know, I was uh, talking to an Oakland person about, about this game with Loyola because, again, I didn't know much about them. Yeah. Loyola Marymount has a significantly bigger budget than Oakland. Oakland oh, yeah. works on a pretty small budget. Loyola has a $1 million food budget for the season. Oh, yeah. Food. Oakland's, gonna... is five... Oakland's is 500000 Yeah. Sorry, the that, that's the Gonzaga money right there. That's the Gonzaga yeah. making it to the final four every year money talking right there. Um, going to be a fun experience when Gonzaga eventually goes to the Big 12, but it is what it is. But, again, but I, it's funny we talk about – the, the the WCC and all their and be them being flush with cash, but they're also a good example of having one team that is good, and then having the rest of the teams you know try to better themselves as a result, and then it becomes a very competitive conference. That's why We've they always see. Well, that's why they always yeah we have we've seen it here before. It's been exactly. a million years, but. That's how you get a, you know, not only get a Gonzaga, but you also get a a St. Mary's, who is a perennial tournament, uh, gets into the tournament all the time. You, a, Santa you a Santa Clara, a San Francisco, a Loyola Marymount, you know, all of these teams that you you see in the WCC, and it's a it, it's a nice thing to aspire to, especially if you're the Horizon League, who constantly goes into these non-conference games, and it's just doesn't well, work and all and all of that to be said that's a good win for oakland yeah you know what was a was just as good a win on monday right state against louisiana louisiana some, who beat youngstown so a little transitive property that's what i was gonna say it's a little transitive property um so yeah right right state is such a weird it it's weird where right state is right now because you know what right state should be capable of and we always run against what Wright State ends up doing in the non-conference. And well, this is a big... I'm sorry, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, watching Wright State in, in this game and, and some of the other games we're going to talk about, the offense is there. This team yeah. just can't defend. They're, they are going to try to outscore everybody because that's apparently who they're going to be. And that's not a normal Scott Nagy thing, I don't think. That is not a Scott Nagy thing at all. So it's weird that that's coming out that way because... You know, while they scored 91 points against Louisiana, they gave up 85. And that is definitely not in the realm of uh, what should be happening with Wright State. Ironically, they also gave up 85 to Hofstra the next day and lost that game. So, 
it's it's one of those things where you think to yourself, okay, when is the real right state going to show up? And I'm not sure they're there yet. Um, I, I, I'm I'm worried for them that this is the real right state. Uh, well, they add they added another offensive player that is really just going to take away some of what Trey Kelvin does, which is fine. I mean, we've seen Kelvin and Holden pair up before. We know they can, but there's still only one basketball. You're still only going to score so many trips down down the floor. So at that point, someone has to play defense, and we're not seeing it. Well, what's interesting about Wright State is that it, it, we talk about that whole dynamic between Trey Calvin and Tanner Holden. Trey Calvin is not losing his touches. He's not losing his score. His scoring isn't going down. In fact, I think it's gone up since this time last year. And that's a, that's a crazy thing to say when you have a guy like Tanner Holden in the lineup. Absolutely. And Calvin is coming off of that shoulder injury. I'm not sure really where he's at in that recovery. I mean, he's playing, but I'm, I'm, it's yeah. tough to gauge that. That is true. And, um, and hey, uh, congratulations to Green Bay winning outside the cozy confines of Green Bay. That was a weird game. I saw the, the Green Bay beat Montana State. That was a perfect example of a team saying, here's the game, have it, and the other team saying, nah, we're good. And that's in exactly overtime. what happened in this game. They finished in overtime. They, they learned, I mean, I want to say they learned to finish because, you know, we always talk about that with new teams, but yeah. I'm not really sure they did. Montana State just was convinced they didn't want to win. And, it's a, and it was their home court, too, and they didn't want to win. That's amazing to me. So, yeah, that was that was kind of fun in an awkward sort of way. Um, just just that whole entire dynamic. But, it, but they won. But they won. And that's exactly what they needed to do. Um, actually, pretty good week for Green Bay, to tell you the truth. Um, Absolutely. Which, which incidentally is a word, which is incidentally something we've been hoping to say for a while with Green Bay. By um, the end, by the end of this week, Green Bay has more wins this year than they did all of last year. Now, they have as many wins as this year as they did I'm last sorry, year. As many wins. As sorry, many they've, wins. They've, they've equaled the win total. That's my my mistake. I knew yeah. it was close. Yeah. So um, going in going into Tuesday, Oakland wrapped up the Caymans uh, the, the trip to the Caymans with a win against Marshall. So that was that was, that one I think was a very good, to me was a, was a good win for them. This this is the win that the Horizon League needs to be afraid of. If, yeah. if I'm the rest of the Horizon League, and I'm I'm trying not to put my my Oakland Homer hat on too hard, but um, uh, Trey Townsend did not have a good game, and that's no. gonna happen. But that's when true. He actually doesn't... probably had two for eleven. That was it was I was I was aghast at how a couple how turnovers just just weird day. stuff for him. But while he's not having a good game, the rest of Oakland picked it up, and that's oh. got to be scary. Rocket yeah, Watts he... showed up. Did you know Rocket Watts was on Oakland? I didn't. Yeah, I thought it was some guy named Mark. <laughs> Turn, turns out oh, Rocket Watts has been at Oakland for uh, this is his second season. And he finally uh, decided to play a couple games in the Cayman Islands and uh, played really well. He looked like a totally different player. He Running hit. the offense, yeah, scoring. Um, the other one that was a lot of fun in the Oakland Marshall game was Isaiah Jones because I love Horizon on Horizon Crime. So Isaiah oh, yeah, Jones, former do. Detroit Mercy uh, player, had a double-double. Yeah. yeah. And Looks it's great. funny. Which is funny because I know we had had multiple conversations about Isaiah Jones and what contribution he was going to make to Oakland. And our, you know, what we understood was there was not going to be a lot of, we were going to see a lot of Isaiah Jones. Boy, were we wrong. 
at least in well, that instance. His his athleticism and size, which is what yeah. Greg Campy liked about him to begin with, at the top oh, yeah. of that Oakland zone has been phenomenal. He's a great defender. Um, he reminds me at the top of the zone like what they lost with Micah Parrish. Because Micah yeah. Parrish at the top of that zone was lengthy. He was all arms and was able to to get a lot of deflections and, and really just be a menace up there. And that's what Isaiah Jones is doing. And then he's shooting okay and he's scoring yeah. and he's grabbing he's grabbing rebounds, which Oakland needed. That's yeah. a good that's a good win over Marshall. I mean I, I loved reading the Marshall uh, message board after this win just to see their fans up in arms. You, you'd have thought they'd never even knew Oakland played basketball. Like that's true, or they thought, they, or they thought this was an Oakland team from California. So because that's like obviously a common and stupid misconception. But well, yeah, you are correct, and that's and, and you know the Isaiah Jones. You know that's the idea. We saw glimpses of that when he was in Detroit Mercy last season. Uh, we saw a lot more of that in that game. Sad news though, not all. It was not all good news for Oakland. Jack Golke, he shot a two-pointer. Uh, Jack Golke had said he he, I, he was aware of the the, the Max Hooper three-point yeah. never shoot it to all that. But Jack said he doesn't care. As soon as he had that layup, he he just he didn't care oh, yeah. about that. He just wants to win. No, I get it. I get it. So it was not. It was yeah. But other than that, it was great. <laughs> yeah, he, he that, had a great tournament too. He he's oh, shooting yeah. the lights out. I mean, Oakland almost almost didn't miss Blake Lampman. Almost. That truly, that truly is a guy. Where, uh, where exactly are we at with Blake Lampman? Any idea? Um, we're probably about two weeks out now from an MRI on his hip to see if he will be back this year. And if he's not, he's going to get a medical red shirt and be back next year. That's that's just where it's at. And that, you know, they they brought in Golki to be a second shooter with Lampman, and missing Lampman sucks. But from especially, I think, a leadership and defensive standpoint, he knows this Oakland scheme so well. And with Golki taking some of the pressure off him, he was shooting better this year when he's not supposed to be the shooter, but just part yeah. of team shooter. Um, so they're hoping to get him back, but it's it's sure. not looking great from what I've heard. Gotcha. Okay. Well, now we know. But you know what um, is you know what is great? What is great, Matt? Um, actually, nothing from the rest of Tuesday. <laughs> no, not well. I mean, with the noted exception of Milwaukee, thanks to an Aaron Franklin tip in it was two point two seconds left beating Siena. That was pretty much about the the highlight of the day. Milwaukee um, past Siena. Let's let's just, yeah. Again, the, the Hawks let's are, not, yeah. So I, I alluded to Wright State giving a up. 85 against Hofstra and not scoring 91. So they did not win that game. Um, but we also saw a little more trend. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge this one because Eastern Michigan beat Detroit Mercy 76, uh, 72. When and I'm not, I don't know how to take that whole transitive property thing. So given the fact that uh, Eastern beat Cleveland state by a little bit more than that. Um, boy, am I glad uh, that actually as sad as I was not to be on the podcast last week, I, that was one part I wasn't really too sad about not talking about. Here's what I took it. away from that. Yeah. Stone put up 34 points. He carried yeah. the team. He did everything in his power. He does that every still, single game. And they still lost to a not very good Eastern Michigan team. At home. At home. They lost at home. The, this so. Detroit Mercy team is in trouble right now. And yeah. uh, I didn't get to hear it. Uh, I wa- I'm going to jump ahead just a little. You know, they, they lost sure. again um, on Saturday. Yeah, um, they did. To who was it? I can't remember now. Can't keep it all they straight. They lost to SIU Edwardsville. Now, SIU you, Edwardsville, yes, right. I thought for sure was going to be the team. Uh, I thought for sure that would be, that might be the one game, the one game on the schedule they could look at and say maybe they could win. And then I looked at who they had on the team, SIU Edwardsville. 
yeah, they 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 were they they had no shot. And well, and more to the point, and more to the point, once again to your point again, you know, who else besides who else besides Jaden Stone is gonna be on this? We thought it was gonna be Marcus Tagersley. It really hasn't. It hasn't been any of the other it has it has not been Eduardo Del Cadia. It hasn't been him. I mean, I mean they you know, Tankersley had sixteen, Del Cadia had fourteen, but who else scored? I mean, you had Jamil Pink had six points in that game. I mean, you had you had all of these folks who kids who were playing and you only had you got like maybe you got like eight bench points out of that whole thing. Meanwhile, meanwhile, SIU Edwardsville was absolutely up and down. They had like six, they had like seven guys in with seven guys in double digits. And, oh, and and, oh, by the way, uh, speaking of X Horizon League folks, Terrence Thompson, remember that guy? Mm -hmm. Uh, He he was one of the many people who used to be on Green Bay's team. (laughs) There's a slew of those. It's just a slew of those. We'll talk about another one later. Well, but and here's the other thing with Detroit Mercy is we know that, you know, they've got some players they thought were going to be eligible, players that transferred out late. You know, they're a whole mess of personnel, which, again, at some point has to come back to coaching and recruiting. Um, they, they've benched some players that didn't even, you know, come to the Ole Miss game with them. And um, Mike Davis Jr., who does most of the speaking, because I don't know if Mike Davis Sr. is anything more than a figurehead at this point. Mike Davis Jr. keeps just lighting up his players on the radio and TV interviews and all this. And that can't be a, a, a healthy place to be playing right now. And um, who it totally has been in and out. Um, there's another one um, who's been in and out. Like, no, Macman Seal. Macman Seal only played 18 minutes. I know he is. Uh, he was coming off of uh, getting hurt again. Detroit Mercy issue with issue with health once again. Well, I think it goes beyond health because they I'm keep sure getting does. after these players and saying, you know, just talking trash about them for lack of any better words. And it's all Mike Davis Jr. And I just can't imagine that that locker room is anything but toxic. I also can't imagine. Well, I know I can't imagine. But if I had to wager the past two seasons, we've had uh, some Horizon League coaching changes midseason. And Mike Davis's hot seat has to be heating up like that's just not a good situation and uh kate actor on the women's side has shown that you can succeed at detroit mercy yeah so this is at some level this is a mike davis isn't doing his job anymore problem and you know for a while they just kind of let it go because he had he brought antoine i get that but and he bring well not only that but he also brings in all the money from the buy games because you know they're after they go i mean look how many buy games they have good lord yeah, but when Oakland comes in on Wednesday, if they look like they've looked against all of all these buy games, like at some point something something's got to change there. And, and Detroit Mercy is not looking like a Division One basketball team right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, we we've talked about it. I mean, Detroit Mercy is zero and six. I mean, seriously, outside of outside of maybe IUPUI, because I don't know if they get. To, I don't know if uh, you know the way that the way that Green Bay is playing now. And oh, by the way, they're getting Clarence Cummings a third back. I don't know who else they beat. <laughs> I mean, maybe they pull one. Maybe they pull get you know get lucky and pull out. You know, they have a good get, uh, an outstanding game and you know surprise somebody. But I don't see a I don't see a win outside of IUPUI really. I just don't. No, it's like I said, that's a scary thing. That's that's insane to me. 
Well, let's get on to better things. Like, uh, so we're going to move on to the next day for Wednesday. Um, oh, wait, wait. Overall, there is one. Thing, speak, I want, speaking oh, of Green Bay, one? because uh, Green Bay lost the UC Riverside 74, uh, by six points. Here's the problem. How did we know about it? <laughs> that, like, it seems like there was, like, you could not, you had no access to this game at all. It was insane. See, that's was, why I was, was ignoring it. It didn't happen. If a tree falls it, in the woods. It, there you, know. you go. Congratulations, Green Bay. Your your last thing didn't didn't count. And so, uh, therefore, therefore, um, yeah, we're, we're, which is funny because, because Montana State then proceeded to beat UC Riverside. Made, made that MT be kind of a weird thing. So, um, yeah, so on the next day, uh, again, the Wright State kind of did right, you know, was doing Wright State things, beat, just beat up on North Illinois State, just beat up was on Illinois them. State just that bad? Like, what happened in this game? I, I, was, I, I had to ask, are they that bad? And I, the answer is, I don't think they are. It's just apparently Wright State, Wright State did play defense because they held Illinois State to 49 points. So we we know that Wright State is actually capable of playing defense when they need to, and they clearly felt that they needed to in this particular game. I guess. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's a scary. That's a scary thing. If Wright State can put together defense with their offense, that that's a good team. Yeah, I think as shown in that game against Illinois State would be nice. Would be nice. Um, Northern Kentucky, uh, uh, they they won their game. Uh, they got I can't remember the the Thanksgiving Classic, the NKU Thanksgiving Classic or something like that is what they called their MTE because they have Texas A&M Corpus Christi and then the team they played yesterday. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that one because that one's a little, that was a little scary one. Um, yeah, but we're, the, let's let's save that and get into some Northern Kentucky in a little bit here because I yeah. I've got some thoughts there too. Yeah, but they did win their first one. Um, Cleveland State scared the crap out of me. That was fun um, against ETSU, uh, but they did win that game um, because they oh. have Tristan and Aruna. Bob, that was literally you're, the only reason. You're you're a Cleveland State person, so I'm going to just ask you: yeah. Do you believe that this Cleveland State team is good at this point? What like, what, are, what are your thoughts? I think they're yeah I I do I mean aside that that just that tr- you know the train wreck against uh, Eastern Michigan aside I think they are they are a good team um, and I I I just claim I say that because when you look at the CTSU game Cleveland State struggled Tay Williams struggled Drew Louder for a good part of that game struggled Tevin Smith struggled Daniel Robinson in response, then brought in Jalen Rice and Remar Pryor, Remar Pryor, and they instant they did so much better. Um, so that that they, I know that you have, whereas Detroit Mercy, you have no idea who's going to step up outside of Jaden Stone. Whereas Cleveland State, you have a team where you know there's going to be some guys there who are capable of stepping up at every, any point in time. And Pryor and Rice did that in that ETSU game. Probably say, probably did as much to save that game as Tristan and Agruna did. Um, yeah, that they have okay, that. So, it's good. so I guess what I'm saying, and I should have done, maybe we can make this a theme to finish through the rest of this podcast is we're going to play, you know, cause we are getting into our first horizon league games this week. We are. We're going to play is Bob McDonald buying or selling on, on a horizon league team. So we're going to start yeah. with Cleveland state, your team with this I'm game gonna, with you're, you're buying. I am buying with them. I am buying okay. with them because yeah. Yeah. I am buying right. with them. I am going to, they are, 
I think that they've had the pieces. They they have the pieces, and you know when they got their backs against the wall again, Eastern Michigan notwithstanding, they're able to step up and and you know get and make things right. I think one other thing too about the Eastern Michigan game, and I know I'm belaboring this, they did lose KJ Debrick during that game. That probably killed them, and they didn't make the adjustments they needed to make to get that together. All right, so one other team that is done for the week, so I'll ask yes. you this one, too, because, again, I'm, I'm going to ask you them all now. Now, oh, now yeah. this is becoming the thing. Oakland, buying or selling? I am buying Oakland. I am You're absolutely buying Oakland. Buying Oakland. And right. I know we're – now, I know they have one last non-conference game beforehand, Xavier. Um, if I'm Xavier, I should be I, I, I should be very worried about that Oakland team right now. I tweeted this. I hate this game. I hate this game so it, much for Oakland. Why is that? Because it doesn't make any sense. Because they, It doesn't make it, any sense. They have Detroit Mercy on Wednesday. Xavier is a big, tough team that seems to always play you physically. And yeah. if I'm Oakland, the last thing I want to do is get into a physical battle with a non-conference opponent two days before going into my first conference game with my rival. I hate this game. It, yeah, but your rival is Detroit Mercy, so... Yeah, so go, so go, so go in and take care of business. Don't let that be Detroit Mercy's still, turn. Still buying. Still buying. Okay, so you're, you're buying. All right. So here's who, uh, else I, here's who else I'm buying. The team, the other, the, last, the other team that played on Wednesday, Purdue-Fort Wayne. I'm buying them. Although they Absolutely. did drop their game against San Francisco. Want to point that uh, out? They made it more of a game than San Francisco probably thought that it was going to be. That's for damn sure. Um, I mean, they that were is in the that one that took Purdue Fort Wayne off of the uh, undefeated map, sadly. Yeah, sadly. Um, but again, San Francisco, another very good team out of the WCC. Picked to finish yeah. third. Behind Gonzaga and St. Mary's. That's insane. And, you know, they just, yeah, Purdue Fort Wayne in that game just ran out of gas, which is why they won by six, lost by 16. But that notwithstanding, um, and, you know, then they turned around and beat up, uh, Beat up some not Wittenberg, some non D one team on Saturday by like thirty. So yeah, I'm buying, absolutely buying them. We've which talked is ironic, about it, but... is it, which is ironic, which is the thing I don't think any of us actually said what is said in the preseason. Not us and not anybody else for that matter. At least we didn't team, pick them last. This this, for, this Fort Wayne team is better with no expectations. You are correct. You exactly. are absolutely They've proven correct. that over a few years in the horizon. Like everyone forget about them and let them just win games. That's how. Yeah. That's the recipe for. For success. Yeah, so uh, that was Wednesday. And then the nice thing is uh, we had nothing on Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Everybody was off for the day. We did. And then we got back to some more basketball. And we did. Uh, so there's one team that I'll ask you about on buying or selling, and that's Youngstown State, who dropped an eight point game to Dayton. <sighs> they were in it the whole time. Yeah. How do you feel about Youngstown? Oh, man, I, I feel like I got to sell on them right now just because I don't think they're there yet. I don't I don't, I don't I, buy I, it. Yeah, I don't. I Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think I, 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 I know last season they had that group, that transfer portal group really mesh well early on. This is not that they now you saw against Dayton, which I would have loved for them to beat and which I would love for Oakland to beat for reasons that i'm sure um right state fan would appreciate don't forget right state fans you can go to that game of oakland versus dayton just let campy know yes you do um but yeah so the dayton game yeah so you saw some of that you saw how they were able to but i don't think 
as far as the the gelling is concerned, I think right at, as of right now, going into the conference games, they're gonna need. They still need a lot of work. They you know, still need you know how I work. feel about it, and I agree. I'm not. I'm not buying it. And last yeah. year, we like you said, we saw how that team came yeah. together and it worked. And Jared Calhoun's a hell of a coach. Do not get me uh-huh. wrong. This is not a reference. You know, this has nothing to do with him necessarily. But I feel like this Youngstown State team was supposed to be a duplicate of last year. And instead yeah. it's like the Dollar Tree version. It's there, but it's not quite wow. right. Yeah. It's not quite what we intended, but it's it's there. You know, like it's just that that knockoff-y version of what, what they had success with. Yeah, well... Well, I mean, that, that's kind of what we what he, we have seen so far. And watch, you know, they watch they go into the they go into next week and just surprise the crap out of us because you know that's always what happens. But I should say they are playing against Robert Morris, who at the moment I'm also kind of selling. I oh, I feel like I should. I feel like I'm gonna. I they sh- I shouldn't be selling Robert Morris, but I can't really buy them at the moment. Although you know, you no. Know, well, what if what if it was a UFC fight? Would you buy it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, that might be yeah. I, I think you're WWE this, or something this like that. Robert yeah, Morris yeah. Jacksonville game. Oh Ooh. Jesus! So you almost so, wanted to start with this, so I, I I'll clear the floor, Bob. I'm, I'll have you it. mean like the refs did? Yes, <laughs> just God. like. I think that was overkill. First of all, so so what had happened was what you, you what see it, what had happened. <laughs> see what had happened was so they go into the the under seven timeout they go in the other the under eight timeout they go into the other eight timeout and so and they were up they were on a six-point run at that moment in time and T, on his way back to the bench tj wainwright was uh, you know clapping and john and marcus niblack from jacksonville Got into TJ Wainwright's space, and then all hell broke loose. And then Andy Tool came over, and then Jordan Mincy came over, and then Andy Tool looking fly, mind you, in that plaid jacket. I really like the plaid jacket that we I, saw I, to Andy Tool and Sundance Wakes this weekend. Listen, <laughs> I gotta say, I'll get to the, I'll get to this quote unquote fight later. But if Sundance Wicks and Andy Tool are not wearing those jackets against each other when they play each other, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Absolutely, yeah, I'm in on it. Um, but yeah, so it started. It started with Wainwright and Niblack. They started jawing against each other, and then, then, then the scrum started, and then Tool and and Mincy got together, and then one bench cleared. Then both benches cleared. Um, a lot of shoving, a lot of shouting. The cops came out. You know, whatever. It was a lot of nothing, though. It really was a lot of nothing because, I mean, first of all. Okay, so Wainwright and Niblack got text, whoop-de-doo. Mincy and Tool got text, whoop-de-doo. That's fine. That's the thing. But apparently, because both benches clear, yeah. uh, both benches entered the fray, everybody who happened to be on the bench at that moment in time was thrown out of the game. All of them. All of them were kicked out of the game. I thought that was overkill. Looked like an IUPUI bench all of a sudden. What I thought was also kind of, I mean, I, I, you know, the whole handshake thing at the end that they didn't, you know, that Jacksonville didn't do either, but, you know, that was a whole other thing. You'd have thought that these two teams have this heated, this was Detroit, Oakland, this was NKU, Wright State, like just such a rivalry. 
It's Robert Morris in Jacksonville. I don't even know if they've ever played before. Like, no one cares. I don't think like, they have. I don't think they have. It became a lot to do about nothing. And apparently Jacksonville was super fired up. They came back to win. Yeah. Uh, I, um, when the starters emerged into the locker room, there there was much excitement about, you know, like, it was just a lot of nothing. I don't know. Yeah. It really was, but I think that definitely let the wind. You are correct. That really let the wind out of the sails of Robert Morris, and they ended up losing by nine. So that was not a great. That was not great. That was not a great deal for them. So, well, I'll I'll ask you that question later because Robert Morris still has one more game that we'll recap. So, which we yet. will. I gotta see. Yeah, right. it's that. And by the way, it's that last game that makes it really hard as hell to you know say that I'm selling on them. But yeah, <laughs> it's really hard as hell to sell on them. Um, okay. So we got to, so we got to talk about Saturday. Saturday was actually outside of a couple games, a really, we thought it might not be very good for, uh, not, might not be very good for the horizon league, but you know, outside, outside of a, a couple of games that we, well, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't mind. agree. You it know wasn't, what? A, wasn't a good day. No, no, we already talked about SAU Edwardsville. Um, Milwaukee, they just, they had the momentum and then, they stopped playing for 10 minutes in the first half. They were, they only lost by six because, and they lost, but they lost by six because they were down by like, they were down like, like double digits at the end of the end of the first half. I think they did. What was it? Like a 19 two run or something like that. It was ridiculous. And who, who led Southern Miss in that game? Do you know off the top of your head? Cause I do. Oh yeah. Who was that? I was, I was flipping between games. That's a, that's a name that sounds so familiar. Donovan Ivory. Donovan Ivory. The guy who spent five minutes in, uh, he got 32 points in that game. Guy who spent five minutes at uh, green Bay. Uh, and that was, he w- we saw him for like a minute when they were down in Florida and then he was in for a little bit longer. And then he got into, I don't know what he got into it with Will Ryan, uh, which sounds like a thing that's been happened very frequently when Will Ryan was here. And then he magically disappeared and show up on Southern Misses. Uh, and I didn't, I thought he had to sit out, but I guess he didn't. Cause he turns out he could play ball. Yeah. Well, oh, he could play ball, but all right. IUPUI so, yeah. should, so IUPUI well, should not have lost that game. should not have won that game against Cleary. You're not getting off that easy. You're not, that, that's their last game. Milwaukee. By yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I've got. I gotta sell Milwaukee because of the fact, you know. Yeah, I think Milwaukee is in the same boat as as, as Youngstown State right now. Even more, uh, and it, even though they have the tool, a lot of the tool, a lot of the players for a lot of the firepower from last season, I think that front court is still a big question mark for them. They're they're missing something you know it's like yeah, they, it's, it's like if you bake a cake but you forget an ingredient and you're like what is something's missing where is the bart lundy magic that's what's missing i agree i, I would sell on milwaukee right now but but i wouldn't be surprised if i'm later on like oh man why would i have done that that's milwaukee so milwaukee yeah so milwaukee and i so with milwaukee and Youngstown state i would say they're a sell now I don't know if that is good. I think if we move further along, I think these are potentials to these are by potentials, but for right now they are not. Well, and these are both teams that we had predicted higher in the, yes. the Horizon League predictions, that is and true. we're not once again not looking very smart. But you are then correct. again, either was the league itself, so I don't feel that bad about it. 
All right. So, so yeah. So Milwaukee right now, right now is a sell, just like Youngstown State is right now a sell. Um, but obviously, with those two teams, we reserve the right to change our minds on that one. Well, uh, let's one go team- to a, another win. How about Northern Kentucky, which struggled with a not very good Long Island team? The Sharks. What the hell happened there? I don't even get that one. And it's weird because I actually am. Se- I I would actually I'm buying on Northern Kentucky just based on who they have. It was just I I just based on what they have bring what they bring to the table. They are a little. Um, I mean, because it didn't make any, yeah, that just, it was bizarre. That that entire game was bizarre because that is a game that, L, uh, that LIU should never have been in. Um, and they were winning for, for you know, at least Good a decent of chunk of that second. They were yeah. up six at the half. I mean. Yeah, that, it was bizarre. I mean, it was like, it was I, like, you know, Northern Kentucky had, you know, brought in the team from like when they were in division two or something, because that's, that's how bizarre that was. You know, I watched this game cause I'm trying to understand Northern Kentucky because I don't like to count them out because I've learned that lesson, yeah. but Sam Vincent doesn't look like the number two man. Marquez Warwick seemed kind of bottled up and then they didn't know what happened. Cade Meyer doesn't really fit the system. It seems but the one player that I was impressed with was Etijere down low. He yeah. kind of filled oh, yeah. that. Chris, he he seems to fill that Chris Brandon Brandon big oh, yeah. athletic. He absolutely does. I and that's, I, have that's to, I actually have to disagree with you on the on the Etijere uh, Cade Meyer kind of one two punch. Um, I think I think Darren Horn is still kind of trying to work on specifically how these two guys can work together. I don't think he's figured that part out yet. Um, but I did see, but obviously Tijere, I mean, he is absolutely the guy. Um, if we do not, if we see less and less of Cade Meyer, that's why. And I mean, Cade so, Meyer seems to take up a lot of floor, which we've seen. Yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's a good sized guy, but for a team like NKU, especially offensively where they're struggling right now, they seem to need a lot of space. Warwick needs space. Vincent needs space. Tijere needs space down low. And I feel like Cade Meyer is kind of getting in the way right now. Yeah. I think the other thing too is I think they might. It's, it looks like uh, they're still working out um, what they're doing at the point because uh, Michael Bradley's on the bench now, so you know I, I think they're still working that part out. But that notwithstanding, again, I'm still I'm still buying on Northern Kentucky. I'm gonna also buy a Northern Kentucky only because I've been burned by Northern Kentucky too many times. Not doing it. Yeah. No, yeah, see, exactly. You are very you are very smart in doing that, by the way. Um, so I guess this brings us to the Green Bay. Are we buying and buying or selling Green Bay? Oh, that's a good I that's, mean, that's, that's tough. What is what is buying really into like are they what we thought they were gonna be? Yeah. So I guess yeah. in that context, I'm I'm not buying them to be a top five team, no. but am I buying them to be a better team? Am I buying them to be well I mean I, yeah. I mean I mean on you know when you look at the records as of right now, they are in fact a better team than they were last year. They, 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 are, and they beat pretty convincingly St. Thomas and the Tommies are not a bad team. Not a bad they, team. They're, they're not a bad a team at all. Team. They, yeah, the Tommies came in and beat up on, uh, beat up on green Bay last year. So for green Bay to turn it around and, and beat them by double digits, I think comfortably. Uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a I think for for Green Bay this was a good win for them. It's it's one of those I, I think one of those foundational wins, if you will, 
kind of like the Montana State game where they were, you know, they tried everything, you know, everything just went wrong, you know, everything was just going wrong all at the same time, but thankfully it was also going wrong for the other team. And and it was made better because, man, did Sundance look good in that coat. Yeah, we got some snazzy dressers in the Horizon League. I, I, I can't lie. I'm I'm buying just based on, on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, IUPUI is a permanent sell, and they're going to stay there for a while. Oh, my. Okay. IUPUI was millimeters from a bucket falling that would have given them a loss to not only NAIA Cleary University, but brand new to basketball NAIA. Yeah. Haven't won a game yet. 0-5 Cleary University. Yes. So for those of you who do not know, Cleary University just started their basketball program, and this is their inaugural season. Started it back for up some for what it's worth. It's in my yeah, understanding. Yeah, started back. It used to be. Yeah, it used there used to be a basketball team, but now there's not. There wasn't a basketball team for a, while, for a yeah. long, long time, and now all of a sudden there's a basketball team again. And yeah, and they became within a hair of beating IUPUI. That they it was a last second shot end of end of the second half that that rimmed in and out that would have given Cleary the win and if I'm IUPUI that is I mean they were down at the half they they had to work way too hard yeah. um Jalen Counter uh yeah. seemed to really hurt his knee uh he kind of limped to the end of that game but that's not what you want to see if you're IUPUI I don't know haven't heard in any injury reports there but something to keep an eye on and uh. Unfortunately, selling on IUPUI. I like Matt Crenshaw. I like IUPUI. I want to believe in it, but man, got to sell right now. Yeah, and no, they're going to stay there for a while. And I don't. It, yeah, it it's it doesn't make it. Yeah, it legitimately doesn't make any sense to me. You look at them on paper; they seem to be a better team than they have been the last couple of years. But when you look at them, yeah, it it's it does not make any sense. One of the things too that I think. I uh, IUPUI continues to struggle in a lot of areas that I thought that they were going to, you know, that I thought would be resolved by now. Three point and three point shooting and three point shooting defense for sure are were incredibly terrible. We're we're not that great, which is funny because Cleary only shot the shot three 15 13 three pointers. Um, So that was fun. But the. It was. Not a good from a turnover standpoint, not a great game for them. Um, they got out rebounded, they got out rebounded by a team that was didn't even exist last year. Well, and here's the thing like, we've seen NAIA's division two, threes, whatever, compete or even beat a div one, it happens sometimes, but sure. usually it involves somebody you know, one star player going 30 for 50 from three point and in going, you know, something ridiculous. No, yeah. clearly just played a better basketball game, like you said, they out rebounded them, they, they didn't shoot that many threes, they didn't have a star go off for 30 points or anything, like they just played a better overall basketball game until the very end. And if I'm IUPOI, that's very concerning. I mean. I, I had high expectations for IUPUI's uh, big uh, from England. Uh, blanking on a name right now, but uh, uh, are you I, talking I really... about uh, Eve Nakomba or yeah. Quanzi's? Yeah, Eve Nakomba. And just, just some of this team just not not clicking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, I'm, sell, so I'm selling. About, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, did we say are we were buying or selling Robert Morris? I think I said sell. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Yeah, I said we were going to wait to talk about about this one. 
Is it, it? Yeah. I mean, you want to sell them, but at the same time, they go. They they beat. They beat fairly Dickinson by eleven, and Josh Corbin went out. I think this. I I think maybe. I think with Robert Morris, I think the. Where we kind of where it's kind of not fair to them because remember Josh Corbin was out for a good uh, was out for a few games, and he's just now getting back and he got thirty four so I guess he's back. See, he looked good. I, I watched this one too, and I mean, I, I, I struggled a little. Um, who, Justice Williams I think is going to be a player to watch in league. He just got yeah. that that athletic body where you're like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be able to out athlete some people. Uh, yeah. teamed up with Corbin. That's you know that's a lot. Um, they they really struggled down low, um, yeah, and that's going to be something to, to keep an eye on for them in league uh, with teams. You know, there's some there's some good interior play in, in, within the league, um, so I think that's going to really catch up to Robert Morris. Um, I kind of feel the same that I feel about Green Bay. Where it's, am I buying Robert Morris? Well, I'm buying them being better than they've been. I'm not buying them as a top team in the league though. No, no, and that, I think that's kind of my struggle is that I think they have you know they when you look at some of the players that they have, they have the potential to, you know, outperform what we ex- outperform their expectations. But I, I think it's for them, it's too early for me to buy on that for now. Um, again, I think it's, you know, that was again, that notwithstanding, you know, it, I think they got, they definitely got some pieces. That's for sure. We'll see. And I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I don't know. They've they've got some pieces, but I don't know that it's a complete team. That's that's my struggle with them. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, I think I think the thing in the middle is good. I think the issues in the front court. Um, you know, the, I think uh, I think they they're gonna need Walker to step up. They're gonna need Fogueras to step up. That that's gonna be if they want to do if they want to you know outperform those guys are gonna be key big time. Well, Bob, that is everybody as far as buy-sell, and that gets us into essentially conference play. We have one non-conference game also this week, which is, again, I've mentioned stupid, in my opinion. That doesn't count for anything. Uh, Oakland playing Xavier on Monday, but then on Wednesday we have conference play. Uh, And I feel bad for for Green Bay because they got to go to Fort Wayne and play Peru-Fort Wayne. Ooh. That's going to be a a good one, and I mean (sighs) – yeah, it's I a good, good defined good. I think we're, it'll give us a good chance to see where Green Bay really is. Can they can they yeah. show up and stay competitive in that game? That's yeah. what we're looking for. I feel bad for IUPUI who's got to go into oh, the Nutter that's Center. That's gonna be so bad. Uh, but then again, this is Wright State. Wright State is so erratic that it would just I would not be surprised if something weird as hell happened in that game. But yeah, you are correct. But I do believe that Wright State should, at the very least, get get through that. Um, how much? How much do you think Oakland's going to beat Detroit Mercy by in Detroit? You know, I, I struggle with this because the, I don't want to get too confident. That's where bad things yeah. happen. But but at right now, at, in this moment, I mean, Oakland's a significantly better team than Detroit Mercy, and they've shown oh, that. I got a better question. Season. Who exactly from Detroit Mercy is guarding Trey Thompson? Uh, Trey Thompson, sorry, Trey Townsend. I think that's the that's the beauty of of what Oakland's built, where Townsend's the three, maybe the four, depending. Um, I think yeah. we're still going to see some more um, combinations where we get Conway, Baru, and Townsend. So that puts Townsend on a guard, and uh, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna eat he's gonna just eat 
everybody alive and, or if you oh, put yeah. a big on him he's gonna blow by that's that's the, the well they only, that's the problem we'll see that's the problem with detroit mercy only really have two bigs they have delcadia and they have oda jankovich they, that's all they have those two guys yeah and then i mean not to not to mention that you know conway and uh, conway and Brewer are going to be in the game too and don't oh. forget, Andre Polk is still a thing, and he was a oh, yeah. freshman on the all-freshman team in the MAC. He's not a bad player. He's just not seeing the floor as much, and he's got a knee that probably won't work for three quarters of his life. But, but he's doing this. And he's not a bad player down there. So there's there's depth. And I mean, you know, the, I mean, realistically, for Detroit Mercy, my concern is what happened. My concern with Detroit Mercy is um, the 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 distinct possibility that either Jankovic or Del Cadio could foul out of this game because of what they're going to be asked to do against Oakland. And Oakland has shown in the past that they can take out a star. They they can limit yeah. a star player. So if they yeah. can eliminate Stone, I don't know if there's anybody that can help no. on that team. Oh, and and you don't think you don't think that Isaiah Jones has this uh, this game circled on his calendar? I promise you he does. He likes a lot of tweets about things like, you think Detroit Mercy misses Isaiah Jones? Isaiah Jones yeah. kind of like that tweet. He, he's, he's paying attention. He knows. And you know, you want to know something? Um, how much? Yeah. Cause I think Stone, yeah, they're, yeah, there's, and Jones is another guy. They're going to have him at the, probably have the three or the four. And mm-hmm. I don't think Detroit Mercy, I don't think has an answer for him either. So yeah, that's fine. It could get it could get ugly. I'd like to see a walk away twenty point win, but you know it's also a rivalry game. So Detroit Mercy is going to come into play and they're going to give everything they've got to it. Yeah, um, Robert Morris Northern Kentucky is a weird one. Uh, I don't think I think um, I think I, I do see Northern Kentucky winning this game. Like um, by like a comfortable ten points, like a, a kind of lead where it's never questioned, you know, but never comfortable. I don't. Yeah, I, I I can see that, but I can also see Josh Corbin going off for 30, 30 points again. Um, and I and I discount and I discounted Marquise Hastings by the way on on this Robert Morris roster too. Um, and I think that is that should that should help them. I don't think it's gonna. Uh, but you know, Northern Kentucky I think has too much going they on. Play, and they play great defense. That is true. They do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. All right. So this is the game that I think is going to probably going to be the best one. Cleveland state, Youngstown state. I think that's going to be the best one. I said, I'm selling on Youngstown state, but this game between Cleveland state and Youngstown state, I think it's going to be really good. Nope. I'm not going to let you, Bob. You, you, you sold on one. You bought on. I did. I said, I'm selling. And I say, I think that Cleveland state's going to win this game. Barely, but they are going to win this game. Um, I think, I think I, I honestly do not see them. I don't see Youngstown State have an answer for Tristan and Aruna. Um, and I don't think I, I see what Youngstown State is trying to do at in the front court with, um, you know, with Burns and then with the combo of uh, Zorgval and Gabe Dines. But the, it just seems to me that they don't have. And they though that that group doesn't score, so that's a problem for Youngstown State. If it was a matter of you know, if it was because you know, right now again, Cleveland State is down. KJ Debrick, not sure when he's going to be back. So all they got is Dylan Arnett at the five, and then you know they can go small. But yeah, with 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 young with Cleveland State, I, uh, with Youngstown State, they they're not going to have a they're not going to have an answer for Tristan Aruna. And I think the defense, Cleveland State's defense, is going to give them headaches. 
major right, headaches. One, one more chunk because we, I, I like previewing the upcoming week as well. So that's Wednesday. How about Saturday's games? Have we have you looked ahead? The, because there's the, those are some fun ones. You've got Fort Wayne coming into Oakland. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be game. that's that's going to be a great game. Um, love that game. Milwaukee Green Bay. Now that one is going to be a game. Green Bay, Milwaukee in Green Bay. In Green and Bay. That's yeah, gonna, love- that, now whether now I don't th- now I think Milwaukee wins this one, but damn if they damn if they go in there and get shocked because well, that that hap- that's happened already once. <laughs> I think the uh, Youngstown State Robert Morris is the one that I'm most looking forward to. That one can make or break either of those team seasons. Yeah, I think. I I think you are correct. Um, I think I think Youngstown State wins this one. I think they do. Um, oh, Wright State plays Davidson uh, in Davidson, by the way. So I uh, just yeah, one just of those a, weird thing. Just a weird well, thing. Weird scheduling things. So. And then, of course, Northern Kentucky IUPUI. Oh, that one's – if I th- if we thought that Wright State IUPUI was going to be a bloodbath, I think this one's going to be even worse. That's uh, – I'm going to probably not be terribly tuned into that game. Oh, and then there's going to be Detroit Mercy, Cleveland State. What do you think the game plan is going to be there for Cleveland State? I would personally – I'm not a very smart basketball person. I would try to limit Stone's touches, make his oh, yeah. life hard. They're gonna put. They're gonna put every single person. They. They're gonna put. They're gonna put Tay Williams on him. Tay Williams is going to be on on Jaden Stone, uh, like glue. And they're gonna have to figure out who else is scoring for them. Is and, Del Cadia gonna have to guard Anaruna? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Gonna he's gonna. Go well. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, and they don't. Yeah, and again, that's a big issue for them because they don't really have anybody bigger. I mean. Anaruna is about the Anaruna is about the same size as Delcadia, who's their at the moment their biggest guy. And add into there, you also have you know, you also have Dylan Arnett. Dylan, do you see it? I mean, Dylan Arnett's the the five for Cleveland State. Who is who's guarding him exactly? Do you know? Because I don't know. I I couldn't tell you exactly. Some so Swedish guy that was going to make the roster and didn't. Who knows? I have no idea. Like. I mean, are they? I mean, is Mike Davis going to start a walk on again? Because that seems to be a thing for him. Oh, a Is that who he's going to put in there? Oh, like, or Jamel Pink. He had Jamel Pink. He had Lajuan and Jamel Pink start against SIUE. Seriously. Yeah, so, I mean, that's some, where some they're at game. right now. And they're going to probably get beaten up by Oakland, and they're going to probably get beaten up worse by Cleveland State because it's in Cleveland. I don't know. We're going to see because we are definitely getting into conference play and that's what that, that's what this is about and i've been a very big pro horizon league fan i've been rooting for detroit mercy even in games but getting into conference play nope i'm done oh yeah yeah well you'll you, you'll have the it's gonna be weird for me because it's only we only have it's crazy because they only we have two games we have we, we have games on wednesday and games on saturday by the way Oh crap! I guess this means I gotta do games preview that I gotta send out for the newsletter. So yeah, set, sign up for the newsletter slash subscribe uh, I didn't realize I was gonna have to do that. So looks like gonna. So yeah, next yeah, at least we're you know at least we get, we have like a full chunk of t games on Wednesday and a full chunk of games on Friday, uh, Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Loving loving the new yeah I'm really loving uh, I am loving the new uh, conference structure the, the the conference schedule structure now. There could be a game anytime. Just be ready. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Not well, as Bob, many let's as wrap I this think, up so. so you can get to your previews. Okay. Um. Oh crap. I don't know. What were we gonna say? I think we that was everybody. 
I think it was everybody that's every, for Sunday. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So so we're good. Okay, you need yeah, the right previews. It. That's that's what this comes down to. It's time. It, I know. Horizon I know. schedule's here. Yeah, that's right. Horizon League schedule. And then after that, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about after that, after that. I don't even know what comes after that. I don't know. Uh, a, bunch, a bunch more non-conference games. That's, that's what That's happens. next week's problem. That's a, that is a next week on. problem, but it's definitely not. A, this week is this week. We are all focused on the uh, on, on the uh, uh, on the conference slate and see what what we get, what comes out of that. So, well, that's going to wrap it up for us then. All right. So, uh, HorizonRoundtable.com already made mention of that. So, yep, you're going to need to sign up for the newsletter because I'm going to write the games previews again. Um, sign up for Patreon. Yes, sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash Horizon Roundtable. Uh, power rankings coming out this week for both the men and the women. So, yeah, if you haven't signed up for both of those, uh, those drop uh, those drop a day before we drop everything else. So, yeah, you might want to sign up for that. <laughs> and you might get some cool swag, too, while you're at it. And by the and way, if you make sure that our writers get paid so that they continue to write you content. Thanks. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, by the way, um, I should point point this out. If you do, in fact, sign up for one of the higher tiers, Send us your shirt sizes and shipping addresses so we can send you your swag. Could you please do that? We're we're we're, we're giving stuff to you, and we want to give it to you. But if we don't know where you live, I'm sorry, we can't really help you out. Sorry, we, we, this is not a virtual gift. We physically send these things. So, Patreon.com/slash/HorizonRoundtable. Uh, you can pull us up where podcasts are found, and of course, you can pull us up at your Amazon or Google devices. So, tune in next week where we're going to talk about the. Uh, Conference schedule. Until then, thank you all for listening.